You found it. The home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country. Kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true. And a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 115, Their Lying Ways. And you may have seen, probably have seen that Tucker uh, video clip there. He uh, was fairly quiet, and then we've been learning more and more about the situation behind him leaving Fox. And uh, uh, Fox Fox getting rid of Tucker Carlson is like, you know, KFC switching to, you know, nothing but uh, sushi. It, it, uh, he was their brand, and they've they've just literally shot themselves in the head, just like Bud Light just did, just like all these other woke corporations are doing. And I think Tucker hits it right on the head. Um, it is temporary, and that is because there are two things that both truth and lies have in common. Both are evident in it just with a common sense test. Both are evident in what people say. And also the actions that they do, the results, actions, the results that they receive. Um, so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about lies, but also truth. And we're going to we're going to talk about you know the bigger issues, uh, the bigger lies, the the lies that really matter, just like he was talking about. Um, not so much the things that we always you know talk about on conservative shows. We talk about Russia, 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 and uh, uh, those things. To me, those are 
those are terrible things and those are things that no president should have had to gone through and those are things that really to me even amount to treason in some cases because they are they're intended to subvert the entire nation and change the entire nation into you know being this um at the very least communist state and my thinking is more of a fascist state and um we're gonna we're gonna go through this lies and truth so um, if you have the opportunity to hop on CloudHub, you can do that, and you can go to at the Patriot Review and my channel there, and you can you can um, chat. So um, not many people do this, and I'd like to I'd like to get more of you involved in that. And if you have ideas about you know what you'd like to hear or see or do or whatever on that, let me know. You can um, obviously send me an email at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com, or you can. Hit me up on some of the social sites. So, so let's take a look at um, let's take a look at lies first. Now, if you haven't seen, it's going around Twitter like crazy right now. If you haven't seen Biden's um, announcement that he's running again, let's let's take a look at this and and pick it apart a little bit. Freedom, personal freedom, is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term, to fight for our democracy. Okay, number one, we're a republic, right? Number two, freedom, personal freedom, individual liberty, really. That has been his mission. That has been what he's fought for in this democracy. What a joke. I mean, obviously, the individual freedoms that we have are com are just absolutely completely under attack. You look at um, everything from reparations, which is based on your skin color, to um, the J6ers and their individual liberties being absolutely trashed, and the, the at least two murders that, that took place on that day um, with Ashley Babbitt and Roseanne Boylan, and... In my thinking, there were a couple more murders because they were they were uh, flashbang related and concussion related. Um, the lies about the fire extinguisher being used to kill you know a Capitol police officer, a blatant lie. Um, individual freedoms such as the choice to decide what goes in your body, the vaccine, right? Individual freedoms such as do you have to wear a mask when you go in? even though they're now proven to be and have always been ineffective. And as some of you may know, for, for me personally, I was uh, a degree, a bachelor degree, bachelor of science, regulatory uh, safety, environmental compliance. And I told you why those masks weren't effective. But anyway, getting away from the, the point. The point is individual liberties are under attack like they have not been for a very, very long time. And obviously, this man has no shame whatsoever. Let's talk about honesty. Let's talk about the fight for for freedom and um, you know and uh, individual liberty. How about the how about the citizens' rights that are being eroded and attacked every day because this clown is allowing literally millions of people to stream and invade our country? How about that? How about the the fact that um, you know we are being censored if we have the wrong opinion? The fact that, you know, if um, if we stand up and we support the Constitution and we say we support the Constitution, we're attacked individually. 
and we're also being targeted by politicians. I'm not going to show that video segment today, but I've shown it a number of times, and that is the uh, montage of of uh, uh, Democrats who are saying, you know, get in their face and you know, if you see, you know, a Republican or a conservative, get in their face and not tell them they're not welcome anymore as a Maxine Waters line or uh, our our current so-called vice president saying, you know, the BLM and Antifa thugs who were burning, looting and, and assaulting and even murdering are not going to stop, nor should they. Right. I mean, what more what greater assault can you have on freedom? than to allow people to behave that way, destroy our, our city streets, our businesses, attack people based on the color of their skin, and then they crucify a 17-year-old boy for defending his life when the people who were attacking him were telling him they were going to mur- they're going to kill him. They crucify, in another case, you may remember the Sandman case where he was in D.C., and he's a 17-year-old kid who's awkward. He's got people in his face. And the media lies, even though they had video of, of uh, you know, of him actually being the one who was being assaulted. And um, just earlier today, there was a headline that came out now that the FDA and Pfizer knew the the COVID vaccine um, was causing serious injuries and even deaths when it comes to to babies in their mother's womb. You know, um, if anything, if anything. This man has only brought in tyranny. So let's see what else he has to try to brag about. This shouldn't be a red revolution. To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally and that everyone is given a fair shot. At ma- so are you treated equally? Are you treated equally as a conservative around the water cooler? Are you treated equally as a conservative on social media? Are you treated equally as a conservative when, you know, you... Uh, <laughs> You want to talk. I mean, do you feel comfortable about talking about things that show your conservative views? A lot of people don't. Why? Because they're not treated equally. You feel you feel um, that they should have a right to tell you what your kids should learn, how early they should learn about uh, you know sexual topics that are are really intended more for a mature person who can understand something. Um, to the point where they're even, you know, pushing to be able to change your kid's gender without your knowledge and start to treat them with drugs and everything else without your knowledge. Um, so let's go. Thank on. you. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms, cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life. Up. So here's a here's a nice little lie that both the rhinos and the Democrats like to talk about. So cutting Social Security, um, first of all, Joe Biden, I mean, he wants to talk about somebody's wallet. Let's talk about his, right? Let's talk about the money he gets from China, the Ukraine. Let's talk about all the other uh, organized crime Biden family payoffs that he's gotten. Uh, but Social Security in particular, I think that the the um, the House um, America Firsters are talking about, and they should actually be, stronger about what they're talking about. They should be realizing that we have $30 trillion in debt. And for a party of people that just want to print money like it's going out of style and turn us into the Weimar Republic, um, that's the Democrats. That's what they're doing. And the rhinos, that's what they're doing as well. Cutting taxes for the very wealthy. Dictating. Cutting taxes for the wealthy, sorry. Cutting taxes for the wealthy. During Trump's administration, your average... 
an average middle class incomes of of uh, of disposable income went up over six thousand dollars. Not ever did that happen before in history. What healthcare decisions women can make? Banning books. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> healthcare decisions women could make. Number one, uh, the argument of Roe versus Wade was completely about states' rights, and the federal government did not have the right to to even rule that way in the first place. It is under the states' powers in the Constitution. Uh, they are the ones who are to decide those types of things because the federal government is not specifically granted that power. So the whole purpose for Roe versus Wade and overturning it was to give that power back to the states. Now, you can argue about when you think or if you even think that abortion is something that should be allowed. Um, fine, you have that argument, but you fight that argument in the state, and you should be happy about that because you have more control over what goes on your, in your state. Your state capital, you know, in, in 90% of our cases, is closer than the national capital, right? So you obviously can have a bigger impact. Your groups can have a bigger impact um, because the people who are representing you are accountable to you at the state level more so than at the federal level, level, at least that's what it's supposed to be. So that whole thing was an attempt to put that where it should be. And telling people who they can love, all while making it more difficult for you. Okay, so burning books, banning books. First of all, I want to ban every book from a school library that shows an eight-year-old, two guys uh, having oral sex or anal sex or uh, two girls or why does an eight-year-old need to know that and see that? It's not about banning books. It's about providing books at an, an age-appropriate age for our children to entertain those topics when they're developed enough to entertain them. So here we go. The, you know, this thing is, this commercial is obviously full of lies because they pick and choose the words and um, they try to make us out to be the Hitlers and, and the, the fascists when in reality we're, we're not the ones censoring people. We're not the ones that want to eliminate speech and call, call everything hate speech if it doesn't agree with what our beliefs are. That's not us, that's them. They're the fascists. You're to be able to vote. Voting rights, of course, is a lie. They want every million, all the millions of people coming in who are not citizens to be able to vote. Not only do they want them to be able to vote, vote they give them the uh, benefits that, uh, that the American taxpayer pays for that they don't get themselves. So uh, it's, it's, this ad is uh, literally a joke, and it's disgusting. When I ran for president four years ago, I said we're in a battle for the soul of America, and we still are. Says the guy who's the head of the party who wants to, who is saying uh, children should have sex partners, saying that uh, calling someone a pedophile is is not is not acceptable. That we have to call them uh, youth attracted individuals or some nonsense like that. Says the guy who you know is is taking the rights of our our children's parents away because uh, they want them to be controlled by the state to turn them into what they want them to be, which is morally bankrupt 
zombies of the state, slaves, and that is the truth of it. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead we have more freedom or less freedom, more rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. Um, more rights. What does what is a, what is a uh, today's liberal, far-left liberal, mean about more rights? What it means is morally bankrupt. What it means is I'm going to give you the right to do, to do anything like, if you're a BLM or an Antifa member, you can go ahead and loot and you won't be punished for it. In California, you can loot up to, I think it's $1,000, somewhere around there, and you won't be charged with a crime whatsoever. So all the businesses are leaving California, and they sit there and they wonder why, right? Uh, this this whole game about freedom and about um, you know protecting the freedoms and stuff, they are purposely, purposely attacking our moral fabric so that um, they can destroy our, our culture, and that's part of the globalist plan. And they are nothing but, you know, players in that in that plan. So this is their rhetoric, and it's all BS. This is not a time to be complacent. Agreed. Reject them. That's why I'm running for re-election. Because I know America. I know we're... <laughs> He doesn't even know where he's at. How does he know America? Uh, the guy has, you know, Jill there to change his diapers. So I, it, yeah. Man. Good and decent people. I know we're still a country that believes in honesty, respect, and treating each other with dignity. So do you feel like you've been treated with respect as a Trump supporter? Do you feel you've been treated with dignity? He, he just called you an extremist for believing in the Constitution, for believing in individual liberty. For believing in the Second Amendment, which keeps this people like this fascist at bay, right? That we're a nation where we give hate no safe harbor. We believe that everyone is. We give we give hate no safe harbor unless unless you're a Black Panther that's you know standing outside a voting um, a, vo a polling place with clubs. Um, no safe harbor unless you're a BLM or an Antifa member, right? No safe harbor, harbor unless you're a an activist teacher who's destroying our children. Give me a break. That everyone should be given a fair shot to succeed in this country. So if everyone's given a fair shot, how do you how do you how do you even justify anything like reparations, right? I mean, everybody, that's what we believe in. We believe in equal opportunity under the law. He's lying. He's, he believes in equal outcome. An equal outcome can't happen. Equal outcome cannot happen because human nature can't be erased. There will always be people who take more and who are the elites, who <laughs> mercilessly step on those underneath them in a class-based system that is just going to destroy our lives. Every generation of Americans has faced a moment when they have to defend democracy. Stand up for our personal freedom. Stand up for the right to vote and our civil rights. And this is our moment.
if you're with me, go to JoeBiden.com and sign Let's finish this job. I know we can. Because this is the United States of America. There's nothing, simply nothing we cannot do if we do it together. <laughs> oh. That's the same line he gave to G, right? Oh, yeah. You kissed your shoes. So what do you think about that? What do you think about that ad? Let me know what your thoughts are. You can, Like I said, you can go to chat and you can, um, you can uh, see if there's other people in there. I'm going to go in there right now quickly. And um, oh, no one in there yet. Go in there, folks. Let's do some talking. Um, so let's talk about um, let's talk about some of the big lies here. And um, I want to pop this screen up here. So <clears throat> so let me get to this. This article, 25 Lies Liberals Will Tell You. Um, everything we need to know about global warming can be learned from a 16-year-old girl with uh, Asperger's syndrome, uh, syndrome and a famously ignorant former bartender who was just elected to Congress. I love that. <clears throat> yeah, so there's no doubt. I mean, the climate, uh, the climate change issue is huge, and... Um, you know the the lies are ever present, and that one's not going away. Uh, even though that there are more and more uh, books and and um, scientific papers that are that are out there that are just showing this to be kind of a fallacy. Um, um, of all the people we could have influencing children in our society, it makes the most sense to have drag queens reading to kids in libraries. <laughs> I like that sarcasm just uh, is awesome. If you like your doctor and your health care plan, you can keep it. You can keep them, and it will cost you $2,500 or less per year for a family. Trust us. Oh, but remember, we have to wait till the, the bill is signed before we can see what's in it. Only bad people engage in culture appropriation, which is why all of us should live in caves and Harry sticks around unless we accidentally use something that our culture adopted from 200 years ago. This time, socialism will work. <laughs> uh, I would think that, you know, the problem here is obviously our education, education system. And the biggest lie being told to our children is that this utopia is a possibility. And like I just said a little bit ago, obviously, you know, the utopia just can't happen. It doesn't happen because human nature won't let it happen. And that's what they don't understand. You have to, you have to uh, excel through giving everyone equal opportunity, and part of that opportunity is to give them an education. So if we're so enlightened, you know, why, are, why is the average high schooler reading at a sixth grade level, right, and still graduating? That, that doesn't, those two things don't mesh. We need censorship because since so many people reject liberal ideas, we know that free speech doesn't work, right? So this is I th some of these are if they told the truth. So that's what that's what that is. If they told the truth. Now he said, you know, you got to protect your individual freedoms. Well, certainly you know, violating someone's constitutional rights, like you did with the, the First Amendment, and like you want to do with the Second Amendment, like you do with the Fourth Amendment when you invade school moms' houses, 
you know, and I mean, the list goes on, right? So the key to reducing gun crimes and mass shootings is to take guns away from all the people that don't do those things, right? And that's exactly what they've done. As a matter of fact, I don't know how many, but it's very frequent. It's often that when, you know, a, sh- uh, a shooter is outed, first of all, if they're outed and they're shown to be liberal, all of a sudden the media goes quiet, right? They don't talk about them. They don't talk about their manifestos, right? And you'll notice that the majority of the shooters are liberal, right? You you, you see evidence of it because it's shown in other in other uh, in other venues like this or or one of the ones that you you can still trust because obviously the mainstream media is completely lost. So yeah, so passing gun laws so that. Uh, you know, law-abiding citizens who simply want to defend themselves or use a gun for sport, obviously uh, their rights are infringed on. But, you know, if you go to Chicago, it doesn't matter that they're killing, you know, themselves in great numbers every year and every weekend, right? Um, Number nine, we speak for all women, black Americans, gay Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Jewish Americans, not just liberals that happen to fall into those groups. Wait, you want proof? Uh... I'm pretty sure it was also in that study show that showed 97% scientific consensus on global warming. Again, love the sarcasm. Um, another lie insisting that non-Democrats be considered innocent until proven guilty of sexual harassment and sexual assault charges. It's the same thing as supporting rape even with uh, when allegations are 30 years old and the victim can't remember that what year it was, where it was, and all the people she says that were there to confirm it didn't happen. Yeah, and they use that one a lot, right? And now, of course, even though they used it years and years ago on Clarence Thomas, they're attacking him for, you know, for other reasons, trying to get him off the court. Um, so this one I like a lot, even though I cannot stand Mitt Romney because he's definitely a rhino. Um, number 11, Mitt Romney, using the phrase binder full of women was obviously part of the war on women. While making women compete against men and think that, who think they're women in sporting events and share bathrooms with them is obviously not part of the war on women. Like I said, <laughs> common sense. Number 12, everyone should be punished for offensive things they tweeted, said, or did years or even decades ago, except liberals wearing blackface. They get a super special pass. Number 13, only racists could disagree with the idea that the biggest problems faced by black Americans today are Confederate Civil War statues, and the police being too aggressive when confronting criminals. The more offended you are, the more right you are, unless you're offended by something liberals believe, in which case you should just get over it, caveman. Number 15, if you attack someone's motive, then there's no need to refute their argument, which just happens to be convenient for liberals who believe that everyone who disagrees with them must have bad motives. All right, so there's a bunch of these. Um, the link for this article is is in the um, is in the show description. So again, it's uh, from BPR Business and Politics. Uh, 25 Lies Liberals will tell you. John Hawkins stated October 6, 2019. If you if you want to go back and check it out, I just thought it was it was uh, kind of a humorous way to. Um, to, to address our topic today, which is lies, and these are the the big concept lies, right? And that's what I like about it. It's not just the the you know the the, the small minutia that we get into arguments over around the dinner table, 
and um, you know where you're also um, you know considered to be racist and sexist and xenophobic uh, xenophobic and everything else right for having a a, a a position that's based on morals right so <clears throat> all right so this is mainstream media I'm gonna get this out of the way so I can see it and um, this one is from Town Hall and this one deals with like I said the mainstream media <clears throat> And um, it talks also about about lies and and the bias within the media. It talks about the recent polling, and um, <clears throat> okay. So it talks about um, you know before moving forward into this long list of uh, of many lies. Let's just uh, take a look over the past few years. So. Um, Remember the, the years-long Russian collusion story that dominated the airwaves of CNN, MSNBC, and the front page of many prominent newspapers, such as the New York Times and the USA Today? Fake news never happened. Yes, we know that. About the Catholic high school, about the racist teenagers, and I, I mentioned that on the, the, uh, in the top here of the show, where, um, as you know, the 17-year-old... Accused of being a racist was completely exonerated and got a very large set of, uh, settlement for, uh, and justifiably so, for the media attacking him and calling him all kinds of vicious names, and uh, he received death threats and everything else. <clears throat> and then remember the boldface lie about Brian Signick being bludgeoned to death with a fire extinguisher. I mentioned that as well. Uh, one more, remember the tale about Georgia's race, a recently passed Jim Crow 2.0 voting law. Fake news again, the Georgia voting law has absolutely nothing to do with Jim Crow and racism, but everything to do with ensuring electoral integrity. So, again, another article, and this one, as I said, is in Town Hall. Uh, Chris Talgo, April 27, 2021. And all you have to do is uh, type in liberal media lies. And you'll get pages of this stuff, and some of it's entertaining. Some of it, like I said, is uh, is more uh, uh, higher level stuff, you know. So um, I have the link to this also on the on the page here, so on the description. So check that out. So one thing, if you um, would do me a favor, you can go over to FrankSocial.com, and for I have this for right now, I have three bucks a month for a premium subscription, and I am providing all kinds of additional things, and I'll just go through a brief list of those. Um, so we'll have a monthly Q&A on Zoom. Participate in deciding show content, documentary topics. The documentary Breaking the Oath is coming out on May 22nd. That's a Monday, and it'll be publicly released. You can also get a director's edition version of that, and I'll talk about that too. Um, you'll get subscriber-only special stories, and this is on Frank Social only, folks. Um, you'll get uh, behind-the-scenes picture review content. I've done some videos and, and, and uh, stuff behind the scenes, like what I have in my studio and how I do this. Discounts on uh, picture review gear. Early access to our pro-America, pro-Christian documentary films uh, by my production company, which is America First Productions. And, of course, you can help me in doing this. You'll be a 
really a founding member of of this and i'm really trying to get the america first productions off the ground and the breaking the oath documentary um is going to get a lot of attention because it's it coincides with the uh, lawsuit that the shara family has filed they filed as of march 30th and um it's going to get a lot of attention for that reason one more thing just on the commercial side and that is you all know about my pillow you know about uh, the code tpr for my pillow you can also go to mystore.com slash tpr you can get great deals on stuff that is made or sourced in america and this is only going to grow and it, it needs obviously support to grow so if you got a few minutes you can go over to the mystore.com slash tpr check it out use the code tpr on both my pillow and my store and you will get uh you'll get good discounts so i will gonna i'm gonna take a quick break and we'll be back right after this After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I, had just spent a few moments just with Grace alone, and it was it was just a horrific. Sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our, our minds and our, just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone. And as soon as we did that, the color of grace changed and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. Don't know what happened there. I had to freeze up and split. Sorry about that. A little bit of a pause there. I'll take that out of the podcast. But um, 
so that was a little preview to Breaking the Oath. As I said, that's coming out in just a few weeks. May 22nd is the public date for that. On May 21st, if you're in Wisconsin, uh, we're actually having a theater premiere of that. And you can uh, find that information out on AmericaFirstProductions.com. That's America, the number one, STProductions.com. And um, you can get tickets for that. So that is going to be on a Sunday. And it's going to be in the afternoon at, uh, uh, early afternoon, actually. And then... um, it's at a theater that is kind of refurbished. It's a theater in De Pere that is uh, an old theater, an old cinema that's been turned into a cinema with, uh, you know, with tables and you can order food and stuff. So it should be it should be a fun time. So if you're in Wisconsin and you're interested in that, you can go to America First Productions, like I said, and check that out. And uh, I got a video for you here, and this is uh, one of Trump's ads. So we we looked at Biden's. Let's look at uh, this one that Trump had put out. It's an invasion of America. Streets flooded with poison, killing millions. Enemies and tyrants on opposite sides of the globe laugh at us. Wars threaten us. The threat of nuclear annihilation, once forgotten, is now real again. America's weakness has become their strength. The global elitists who send your kids to war, who tell you a woman is a man and a man is a woman, who teach your children their country, their faith, their beliefs are a lie. They have corrupted every facet of American government, weaponized it against you. While they watch our cities burn and violent crimes skyrocket, you and your families pay the price out-of-control inflation, an economy wrecked, a nation in decline. This is Joe Biden's America, failing, weak. But one man, one movement can change all that for us. Put America, the middle class, first, and put the globalists, the elitist, and the corrupt in their place. Bring back pride and the American dream to let the world know, don't mess with us. One man focused on the true owners of this great land. One movement focused on the true priorities. Make America great for us again. Great commercial that brings to mind several things. First of all, it brings to mind that um, you know, the one of the things that drives the left absolutely crazy, and the rhinos as well, is that uh, they see the crowds that, that Trump gets, right? And the crowds, again, common sense, the crowds speak volumes, no pun intended, to, to them, and they hate it. And that is that people don't agree with them. That the majority of people, and this is a great thing, if you think about it, right? I mean, it's easy to get depressed, and it's easy to get upset, given everything that's going on today, but... Um, the the sheer numbers that turn out now Biden and um, Biden and, and the hyena just had a um, a live stream and and it pulled in a whole 1,800 people. Well, that'd be great for me. It's not so great for President United States, right? So um, it's uh, it's obvious to them and and they hate it. And the other thing about that message that I'd like to point out is we're different than them. 
we're you know we are exactly the opposite of what Biden said in his ad. That's their party. That the fascism is on their side. We're the party that is trying to do things through through using the the proper channels and through the law, and we're coming for them. And they know it, and they're I think that they're uh, they're a little they're afraid of it, and I think that they should be because um, thanks to Trump beating Hillary in 2016. The plan, the the globalist plan was derailed, and that brought about the exposure. Losing the election in 2020 brought about the exposure of the of the election system. And there's more and more facts coming out about that. So, you know, when I when I get into a debate or even an argument sometimes with, especially with family, you know, it's it's something that I always think is. You know, the difference between a conspiracy theory and fact is about two months. And, of course, you had um, discussions with some members of my family about, you know, the, the COVID vaccine and the fact that it's nonsense. They, they thought it was nonsense, that uh, it wasn't safe and all this stuff. And, of course, you know, who regrets that now? Well, the facts are coming out. And uh, it's just a tool in the in the overall genocide, and we all know it. Um, but that's that happens to be the truth and the way it is. So let's look at something else, and that is, you know, Joe talks about his accomplishments. This is an old article, and what I like about it is it says Trump's list 289 accompl- accomplishments in just 20 months. So let's take a look at this. This is from the Washington Examiner, April 30th, 2023. So, you know, a recent, but it's going back for for the, uh, uh, the the term that Trump had. So he, he's talking about the 173 major wins, which adding four four million jobs, 116 smaller victories, some without with outsized importance, such as 83% one year increase in arrest of MS-13 gang members. So there's your border security part, right? The border security. Uh, under Trump was a major victory, right? The 28,000 troops from Mexico was a major victory, and we're a much safer country before it. And what is the left doing? The left is literally committing treason because they're allowing this invasion. That is treason. <laughs> um, you may want to argue it, but you, you'd lose because obviously this is d- being done intentionally, and it, it, uh, it obviously has grave impact on our nation. So he also reduced the cost of taxes and regulations. Obviously, you remember when he had the, maybe maybe you don't, but I remember when he had the press conference, literally wheeled out a pallet of the regulations on paper that were being cut. And um, while I do believe in, in being responsible with the environment and everything else, I also believe that these third-party bureaucrats who aren't elected have way too much power and in a lot of cases aren't even necessary. And so are the regulations in, in a lot of cases. Um, so Trump had an advantage on Reagan. This is something that there's a lot of comparison to. So uh, his advantage was that he had a Republican House and Senate, while Reagan had a Democratic Speaker, Tip O'Neill, who you may remember. The only thing I remember Tip O'Neill for was um, uh, the episode he appeared on Cheers. That's about it, right? Um, <laughs> and, of course, what happened with Newt. Um, so, you know, Trump, Trump did have an advantage in that case, but, um, obviously the other accomplishments he had, 
had to do with trade and the, the differences in the deals that he got versus the pre- previous deals, the accomplishments of uh, getting rid of the 11 Obama legacy items, which, <laughs> which we're all grateful for. Um, and then, you know, this is showing here the massive overflow crowd. And if you're listening to this on podcast, you know, this is the overflow. And again, I say, you know, Joe and the hyena get 1,800 people on a live stream where people can sit in their own home and, you know, do whatever, eat a pizza or <laughs> have a beer or, or not. You know, I don't know. Um, so it's it's obvious that the election was stolen just by looking at scenes like that. And those are very common and they're only getting bigger because what they keep attacking him and people just support him more. And they're too dumb to see that. Um, economic growth of 4.2%, right? In the, in the second quarter of 2018 now is more than a decade. And um, the, you remember the Obama administration, president Obama coming out and saying, um, 1.8%, 1.8 is the new normal. That's our new normal. We have to get, we have to get uh, comfortable with that because that's just the way it is in today's economy, in today's world. And obviously he was a fool and obviously he, we should have known he's a fool because he, he started his career out in, you know, the weather underground, uh, domestic terrorists house, right? And uh, 20 years, he sat in the pew and never heard anything racist against whites, right? Um, or defiling his country, right? All right, so other accomplishments, 4 million new jobs since the election. That was in his first uh, 20 months, right? More Americans are employed now than ever before in history. That's sheer number of population. I don't know how much I weigh that one. Uh, jobless Claims that uh, lowest level in five decades, that's a great one. The economy has achieved the longest positive job growth streak on record. And you can go down and go down this list and down this list. And, you know, it goes into the women's unemployment rate, the youth unemployment rate, the veterans unemployment rate. Uh, goes into um, other minorities and their unemployment rate, all at a record low, right? And... Um, Nearly two-thirds of Americans rated that uh, at that time was a good time to find a quality job. In other words, they're optimistic. How many people do you know that are optimistic right now? Um, Median household income raised uh, to 61,372, which was a post-recession high. Paychecks rose by 3.3% between 2016 and 17, the most in a decade. And this goes on, and this is, you know, this is um, a list of things in different areas. So this one this talks about optimism in here. It talks about small business, you know, feeling optimistic and reinvesting some money, uh, creating uh, more business opportunities, more employment opportunities. Talks about um, American business specifically, and uh, retail sales surging, uh, communist. Uh, Commerce Department figures from August show that retail sales increased a half a percent in July and increased to 6.4% from July of 17, so from 17 to 18. So this uh, this link I think I have in the description. I'll make make sure I do have. Um, that is a Washington Examiner story. And for those of you on the podcast, it is called Trump's List 289 Accomplishments in Just 20 Months 
relentless promise keeping and that that's why I wanted to put this in here because we're talking about truth and lies and in all of my life I've never seen a president that has actually delivered on what he says he was going to deliver on now sure he did have some he did have some he didn't but he had so many that he did and the big ones that nobody thought he could do and that's what I love about the guy and I think that um, I think that if we show up in, in the right numbers, obviously, you can't just be discouraged and say, uh, well, the votes are, the elections are rigged, so therefore I can't go. we got to overwhelm it. we got to overwhelm it in 24 so that uh, so that we win. And um, I hope that you take that seriously and, and really think about that and, and do that because we don't get this country back through, through a victory. We have lost it completely, and that's the truth of it. Let's see what else I got for video. Um, I want to show you another ad, and I really like this one. Uh, this is uh, another Trump ad uh, recently released. President Trump has just been impeached on both Article The only president of the United States to be impeached for a second January time. January 6th committee releasing its final 845-page report. Former President Donald Trump has been indicted. Remember this. Nothing worth doing ever 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 came easy following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack the same courage to do what is right relish the opportunity to be an outsider embrace that label being an outsider is fine embrace the label because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference. The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. This is a party that wants an outsider badly. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. You must keep pushing forward. Never, ever give up. There'll be times in your life you'll want to quit, you'll want to go home, I can't do it. I can't do it. Just never quit. You will build a future where we have the courage to chase our dreams no matter what the cynics and the doubters have to say. You will have the confidence to speak the hopes in your hearts and to express the love that stirs your souls. And you will have the faith to replace a broken establishment with a government that serves and protects the people. But they're not coming after me, they're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way. And I always will stand in their way. Absolutely love that commercial. Uh, again, you know, it it, uh, it speaks to the truth of what I was just talking about. He wasn't supposed to win in 2016, and y'all know this probably, but um, it's it's very obvious in how desperate the opposition has become, and and um, now you're hearing other countries, the citizens of other countries, waking up to the World Economic Forum, for example and the World Health Organization, and this, this travesty that COVID was, and this genocide that COVID was, and the, and the 
globalist plan to destroy Western civilization and to, and to take it over. And um, Biden is a part of that and deliberately a part of that. And he was handed the victory to be a part of that as a shill for China. And I think that his financial records will end up proving that. And um, that certainly is treason. And uh, if you don't like that one or if you're if you're laughing, you don't think it is treason. How about this one? You can't give aid and comfort to your enemy. He gave $85 billion of weapons and planes and Black Hawk helicopters and vehicles to our enemy. And not only did the Taliban get them, but so did China. And, uh, you know, they basically were selling some of these things. So that in itself is giving aid and comfort. That in itself is factually treason. That in itself should have put him in the jail cell to be tried for treason. And you can't argue with that one. That one is fact. All right. Let's take a look at, uh, I showed you how people received Trump. I showed you how um, the crowds were amassed outside of the event. The overflow crowds are called. I want to show you this this little piece here. And uh, I think you'll get a kick out of it. I, I did put some beeps in it, though, so, but you'll get it. Things is proof that despite the naysayers, we can make meaningful progress on dealing with gun violence. Because make no mistake, sit down and you'll hear what I have to say. You think you Yeah, so not too popular. And that's why only eighteen hundred people show up to his live stream, and that's why he's greeted with that kind of thing. Um you know, I wouldn't have Historically, I wouldn't have laughed at that because I always thought you have to give respect to the office if you don't respect the man. However, he doesn't hold the office le legitimately, so I guess it doesn't bother me anymore, which I guess is, is okay. Um, we are just about out of time. I'm going to try to show two more quick videos. Number one, going way back to the 60s, and I've showed this a couple of times, but it's been a while, and this is a favorite that a lot of people uh, like because the message is so right on target and this is uh, Paul Harvey and he was a conservative radio announcer I believe he had his uh, office broadcasting office in the Sears Tower at some time um, anyway he has he has some foresight that he gave us in the 60 65 I think if I were the devil I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree the so I set about however necessary to take over the United States. I'd submit the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which are in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn 
was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect the discipline of oceans, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing, I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who want it until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what are you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public. And I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. He always, he always uh, ended his show with that, so... Um, but right on, especially the part about um, you know allow people to do whatever they want and the and the, the more the lack of morals and the everything based on emotion and that's why we need safe spaces and that's why we're having obviously the attack on morality in the family. Uh, I've talked a number of times about school shootings and and how and how and why they didn't exist um, before. Uh, just about out of time, I want to show the probably the saddest video that I've seen in a long time, and that is what what actually a veteran had to say, uh, who was 100 at the time, about uh, about America today. I don't know. I've I've lived a good life. I mean, I've had a, a lot a lot of happiness, happiness, smiling, telling everybody that everything was beautiful every day. If I went into my church and didn't say everything was beautiful, they'd think I was sick. And I, and I'm not that way. I mean, I'm a, uh, I, I sincerely believe in this old world that everything is beautiful. I mean, if I see, if I wake up in the morning and see these plants out here and they, and all those flowers that are in there and the green grass on the, on the ground, that's beautiful. And people don't realize what they have. They bitch about it. And then nowadays, I am so upset that the things we did and the things we fought for and the boys that died for it, it's all gone down the drain. Our country's gone to hell in a handbasket. We haven't got the country we had when I was raised. Not at all. Nobody will have the fun I had. Nobody will have the opportunity I had. It's just not the same. That's not what I was. That's not what they died for. 
Great advice there. Um, you know, it's it's sad to hear it's sad to hear what he's saying in the middle of that because he's absolutely right, and I can't imagine what it's like to have been through World War II and to, to fought like he did and, and see what's happening uh, today. And that goes for all veterans, obviously, not just the World War II vets. Um, but they have to wonder, what the hell did I do that for? What, what's it all about if if this is it? Um, and to to uh, all of us, I think we need to keep in mind that you know this is this is a result of letting our government go wild, the Uniparty, and there's both sides of the aisle that are blamed for it, and we have to get it under control. Um, so don't buy the lies, you know. Look for truth, look for look for the truth, and it's not it's not your truth. There's no such thing as your truth. There's only the truth, and that's another difference between I think the conservative side and the liberal side. They love to say your truth. Well, that doesn't change what the truth is. Um, your truth is just denial. That's that's a good way to say um, I'm in denial, so I want to believe this. Um, but hopefully you got something out of today's show, and hopefully you got something out of the videos that I showed. And if you um, have some comments, again, you can comment on social media. You can comment by sending an email, redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. I thank you very much for being here. I'll be back next Sunday, 4 o'clock Central. We'll see you then.